for our diving Hope comes and stops us in our tracks Bravely we prove in our striving Trudging together each day Hello, everyone, and welcome to today, Tuesday's edition, Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday's edition of Raw Recovery Trudging Together podcast. I'm your host, Dion Miller. Um, it's been a few weeks, and I apologize for that. Dion had a little bit of cuffs, had some uh, problems, but we're feeling 100% better now. We're ready to get started today. I am very excited. I don't get too many mails on here. Um, that are willing to come on and talk the way that I, I have a feeling that Ryan is going to talk. I've gotten to know Ryan a little bit over the last couple of months. Um, and uh, he runs a, uh, number one, he runs a men's meeting that I've been attending. It's on Mondays uh, at noon. Those are really good. Ryan, welcome to the show. Thank you for taking your time today to come on here and talk with us. Thanks so much, Dion. It's it's an honor, man, honestly, to sit down with you and talk, because uh, like you said, we just recently got to get to know each other, man. And I see the work that you're doing out there, man, and don't think that it goes unnoticed. Well, thank you. Um, I appreciate that. Honestly, man, because uh, it's hard, like you said, with males, especially, man, it's uh, it's it's a tough time right now. Twenty twenty one. And uh us as males, you know what I mean? We kind of are faced with a lot of different uh, feelings and emotions that are going on right now, especially, you know, with, with, with what's going on in the world, man. Yeah. So it's well, just, what, what a better time. Yeah. yeah. Just yesterday. I mean, our meeting was talking about how men need to start working on their feelings. And I would recommend you guys hit that hit men's meetings, man. Um, we need yeah. them. Um, and we, we talked a little bit about intimacy um, we talked about how we go through these things, how we're not sure, you know, how to handle our wives anymore, how to be romantic. And we're trying to learn how to be men again. And so these are important things um, because we want to have successful relationships. Um, and in order to have that, then we have to learn how to love again. And that's all right. So I agree. But we are here to get to know you, Ryan. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, uh, well, why don't we go back a little bit? Where did you uh, where'd you grow up at? I was uh, born and raised in Grand Junction, Colorado. That is okay. Western Slope, for those that don't know, in here in Colorado. And uh, mm -hmm. smaller little town. I liked it. It was it was a great place. Um, my family was my my dad was pretty established there. My my uh, family was pretty established there. Okay. At one point, and then uh, we all kind of dispersed, but 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 we my you know my immediate family stayed in Grand Junction, so okay. I lived there until uh, until I was a in eighth grade. Actually, it was uh, spring break my eighth grade year. Okay. Um, I moved out here to Parker. Oh. From Grand Junction to Parker, Colorado. That's a, that's a that's a heck of an adjustment, man. That's I didn't a... think at first it was going to be because honestly, man, my trips over to Denver were so enlightening like i mean we come out for family trips for vacations and i love the city and i love the city life uh-huh and i just like always wanted to be in that lifestyle you know and going 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 man at that yeah, time the, and I the didn't bright lights and the moving yeah. city and the yeah 
Yeah, and Denver was the closest thing to me. You know, I mean, Junction was a, a little town, and and we'd come over, and so we'd get the chance, the opportunity to see it, man. Thank God. Okay. My mom's family was out here, so that's why we came out. My dad's uh, mother was there. My grandma was uh, in Grand Junction. She's she's paralyzed from the waist down. Okay. Um, and so she was kind of just, you know, stuck out there. She's just an old uh, grumpy, grumpy bag, you know, but um, <laughs> love, God love her. You know, I but, uh, love my grandma. Yep. Yeah, man. I mean, she taught me a lot of lessons, man, to stand up for myself, you know what I mean? And I use them to this day. So, you know, rest in peace. So um, how did, how did you get started in the drug and alcohol world? It sounds like you kind of were raised that I don't know if I want to say the right way, but you know, Listen, but it sounded no, like it, it sounded it, like you had a pretty stable home. From from the outside, it looked that way. Okay. From the outside, it really looked that way. You know, I mean, mom and dad were amazing. Uh, you know, I mean, my dad was great. My I had a really close relationship with my father. My mother was a saint, uh, still is today. She's okay. um, she's my guiding light. You know, I mean, she's a saint. Um, but I started at 22, first with illicit drugs. So I had gambled a little bit, like dabbled a little bit in uh, in drugs and alcohol in okay. high school, smoked a little weed, um, smoked a little pot, uh, crunchy, crunchy pot. But, um, you know, that was back in the high school days, you know, when it, that was a cool thing and the pr- pure pressure. And that's all it was for me. Mm-hmm. It was not to escape anything at that time because I wasn't running from anything. Okay. You know, so I, I, I did. I mean, like, you know, when people think about it, I went from Grand Junction to Parker, Colorado, right into suburbia, mm-hmm. you know, to suburban living where I thought it was going to be plop in the city and I was going to have all these friends and all these cool people. Well, I was super into athletics. And when I came out here, I was like, oh, this is a whole different ballgame. This mm-hmm. is a bigger uh, thing. This is a bigger, bigger stage than I thought. And okay. it ruined me. Man. It ruined me. It, it ruined wow. me. So it really turned me to a different lifestyle, you know, and. Hmm. I turned to music. Music was my first thing. So I, I played in a band for a while and did the music okay. thing and the solo project thing for a while. And um, that's actually where Recovery Objects comes from, which is what my Instagram is as well as at Recovery Objects. Okay. And I, I had done that a long time ago, man, when I was 16, because I was going through some struggles with being able to express myself. And uh, that's where the, the pot came in. And, you know, I mean, it was just slowly. I did a little meth, I think, when I was 16, just okay. a time or two. And I had a couple of buddies that were into it, but just nothing major. You know, what I mean, I was mostly into just the drinking and partying. And, okay. you know, I, I, I was kind of jock, you know, everything. I mean, I was in everything. So All right. uh, not, I didn't have any friends, man, kind of an outsider. Um, and then I... It, I graduated. I, I started getting to work. I started working right away. Had a good job, man. 22 came around. My grandfather died. Okay. Uh, and um, that, that, that hurt me a lot, man. That hurt me a lot. Cause he was the biggest support. I mean, just, he wasn't a nice guy, man. Like he wasn't like, he was like, he was just, I respected the okay. shit out of him. Man. I mm-hmm. loved him to death, man. And a lot of people, you know, now that, you know, he's passed and everything else, you, you get older and you hear stories and, you try to, you know, just block those out because you yeah. want to keep the memories alive. Yeah, you want to you keep know? the memories that you want. Certainly. Yeah, and, and I love, I mean, he's, I mean, he, if, if I would have had the work ethic that he had mm-hmm. uh, in my world, in, you know, in my world right now, which, I mean, I'm getting there and, and, and surpassing that, but, you know, um, then I'd be a lot better off. But I, I know he walks with me, so I'm good, you know. Yeah. But, um, he, he had passed. I was, uh, running, I was running a restaurant, man. I was all over the place. I was traveling, living out of a suitcase. 
I didn't have a life at the time because um, I was working 70, 80 hours, 80 hours a week. Okay. Uh, best job I ever had, bringing home the cheddar, had a nice house, had a nice car, brand new car. And uh, I was living life, man. I Different women every night, different, you know, we had a place over in, by Southlands Mall over in Aurora. And, okay. Uh, we had beer pong table, me and my buddy. And, uh, you know, just, it, it was just life, man. It was the life. Yeah. And it, and it didn't seem any different at the time. It wasn't any different at the time, actually, okay. man. It wasn't because I was working, functioning, mm-hmm. and living, you know what I mean? So, like, but I, but at 22, I remember the first day, man. I remember my friend, my, my buddy coming home with an oxy, and he was like, hey, man, this is like some pain, Medicaid, whatever. Let's try it, dude. Okay. Crushed it up, snorted it. Ooh. And, uh, that was it, dude, for me. That was yeah. it, literally. It was, it was instant. It was instant for me. Wow. Like, hey, girl, let's get more. And at that time, you know, I had a couple grand in the bank, and it was gone in, in a couple weeks. Yeah. Um, and then all of a sudden came the house and then the car and then, uh, you know, everything else to follow. Yeah. Um, that was the demise at the time. Okay. I, was, uh, I think I ended up – I was at the time I entered my first – actually, the company I was with at that time, they sent me to rehab. They right. paid for my rehab. They sent me out. I had a boss at the time who was just a badass, and he, he just he, – he rode with me the whole way. He was stuck close to me. Of course, my mom was right beside me the entire time. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, it was, a, it was a crazy experience, man. I went up to West Pines in Thornton, I think it is. Yeah. And what's nuts about it, man, is the first day we get out in rehab. This is my first time in rehab. I, I did 14 days, little 14 day rehab. Oh, okay. You know, 14 <laughs> little, little vacation. I, I ended up staying 21 days because the food, man. I love that food. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm serious, man. But, they uh, do have some of the best food around. Food. Yeah. They treat yeah. their people real good there. It, which... it was a vacation, man. Yeah. It was. You well, know, I, gave, I think. I think, done I think we should be. De- I think we do deserve a little bit of respect. That's why I like West Pines. Yes, sir. I do um, great program. Now, great program. It is. If you if if I would have been at a different age point in my life, I think it would have been a little a lot more beneficial. But uh, yeah, I was too yeah. big, man. I was too young. You were still and, uh, you know, but I mean it was a great program, man. They give you a little enough freedom to for you to mess up and then not in, you know, I mean, they're just a great place, man. Yeah. And uh and and the first day we come out of rehab, man, I look over and I didn't know where I'd at where I was at because my uh at the time, I think my mom and my my step or my mom's husband at the time uh, were driving me there, and I was just incoherent, man. Yeah. They were like, well, this is done. We're taking you to rehab. So they took me, and of course, I had to get as fucked up as I could before I went. So, Certainly. You know, um, I got there, and actually, I was, uh, which is crazy because that was the first time that um, the doctor said, "How do you know about Suboxo?" And yeah. I said, "I buy it on the street all the time." Yeah. And this was, I think, early at 22, I would have been, I think, what, 2008, maybe okay. 2009. Okay. Right. Right. When the map programs kind of started out. Yeah. Okay. So they put you on that right away and they, you know, they start you out on the subutex, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And they give you generic and, and you do your little med program and you go on your day and blah, blah, blah. Well, I did that, man. Did my meetings. But we come out the first day, man. Sun shining. Get out to walk. I look to the left, man. It's my grandfather's grave site. Wow. No shit, man. Where my grandfather was buried. Wow. And it just struck me, man. Like I, I, I did. I was in tears, man, because I was like, this is, this is, this is meant to be, man. Well, that was my first like little, you know, chance encounter with any okay. kind of like, possible spirituality. Okay. okay. Because it wasn't on the tables at that time, man. I was into sex, um, 
drugs and, and rock and roll. And, yeah, dude, exactly, man. I was it was all about that, and uh, I thought I had to fit in, you know. So, um, yeah, you know, we dabbled around, man, for a while going downtown. It just the drugs just started, man. Once I started dealing, was probably about uh, 27, 28. Okay. When it started getting big, man, I ended up getting my an apartment. I was actually just talking to my mom about this the other day, but I got an apartment and uh, like this brand new, nice, like, oh man, it was like luxury apartment. Nice. Uh, it was actually at Hampton and Dartmouth, but it was like back behind, like on the golf course. Yep. I know what you're like, talking about. They were, they were, they were, those are Hamptons. nice. Yeah. The Hamptons were, like, are nice. Time, yeah. And I was like, lucky to get in there. And, you know, so I thought it was great, man. But like, I Shannon, got in there. Shannon Sharp lived there for a long time. They're, they're, they're cool places, man. They really are. Like, I don't know if they're just the in, interiors, but they're beautiful, man. Yeah, I they are. Real, yeah. I, I didn't even remember about it until my mom reminded me about how nice it was inside. But I said, <laughs> all, the only thing I remember about it, dude, was Oxy's laying on the counter, dude. And, yep. and they, dude, I, I put a bunch of them down the garbage disposal. And, and literally, I, I mean, I put about $800 on the garbage disposal. Mm-hmm. I didn't have it anymore, dude. But um, I don't remember how nice it was. But I got that apartment, and uh, I, was, I had a guy that had sickle cell anemia. So he had access to oxys all the time. Yep. And I had access to him all the time. So, uh, you know, one thing led to another, bro, making a lot of money. And and uh, it, uh, it got to the point where Oxycontin turned to Opanis. And mm-hmm. Opana is, is now the uh, non-abuse form of Oxycontin, mm-hmm. which the company Purdue is the maker, the manufacturer of. And yeah, they, well, not they made Purdue the fan. form. <laughs> not at all. Not at all. Not at all. That's why we're in this mess, bro. But, you know, it's uh, one day at a time. We'll That's it. That's it. Time, dude. And they're being held accountable. They are, and, and it's not like we didn't Money's have. not going to change it. Well, and it's not like we didn't have our own actions. No, no, it's you, not like we didn't put on part. our own crap. No, no, no. Yeah. You got to take responsibility, number one. And that's yeah. when it comes, you'll come to that point in long-term sobriety, man. You will get to that point eventually. Yes. You, see, you might fall, you might fall, you might fall, bro, but you will get there eventually. Mm-hmm. Just don't uh, give that's up. That's why I look at you know, yeah. yeah. And I am a big, I was a non-believer of fake it till you make it until, until now. Yeah. I was a big uh, non-believer of never give up until now. I was a big believer of all those cliche bullshits until now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I am now a spiritual man, you know what I mean? Yeah. And have a God. So it's great. Well, probably would have um, been pretty hard to apply those things while you were going through that, though. Wouldn't so, have but, wouldn't have been but, but you're starting to get this information now. Yeah. And West Pines probably Heat, messed right? up your drink or your drugging career. Yes, sir. Yeah, he did. It put a little damper in there, you know, because at that time I had to be vulnerable. But my mom hit it, man. Because remember, uh, I, I was out here in Parker, so nobody yeah. could know that. No, oh, uh-uh. Good boy. Good yeah. boy, right? Yeah. yeah. So I did that good boy thing for quite that time. Played my, you know, did my little ass. Tried to stay, I tried everything, man, to to not to hide it, man. And I, and I was using the entire time, but Okay. Once I got out of that rehab, man, is when, you know, like I said, I was gun ho got the apartment, started selling. I thought I was on top of the world, man. And uh, I ended up getting caught. I ended up getting caught up, man. Okay. And uh, that was my first time. I ended up uh, getting into shoplifting. Whoa. Okay. And bo- boosting is what they call it. Yeah. Boosting yeah. Is what they boosting. call it, I guess, now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, um, I'm not proud of it, man, by any means, dude. Uh, now it's, I know the karma's caught up with me and, you know, I'm finally making my peace with, with, 
the universe and <laughs> yeah trust me man it's been a long fucking road mm-hmm. um you know but the shoplifting thing dude is one of the hardest bro to deal with in my in my nowadays dude okay um it's tough dude you know because i have a kid so <clears throat> excuse me <clears throat> It's a, it's a tough one to swallow, man. Mm-hmm. You know, to have to explain to your kid that you're a thief, or were a thief. Yeah. So, I hold that fucking tight. I really do, man. That I know that for a fact, dude. When I go in any place, man, I have shit in front of me. You know what I mean? It's a big deal. It is. Uh, it's a, it's a very big ru- deal. Ruined everything for me, bro. You know, excuse my, my fucking realness, but. No worries here, uh, man. You know. It, 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 dude, I did the, the reason why I'm not fucking proud of it, bro, is because my mom, of all people, found out. You know what I mean? She, okay, she got a call one time and they said, Your son has stolen 35 TVs from Walmart and it's the month of December and we're fucking done, dude. And we want our shit back. Yeah. And they said, If you can bring any of it back, dude, we're not going to charge them with multiple felonies. Well, my Ooh. dumb ass, you know, just decided, No, dude, I'm fuck that, dude. I'm yeah. on the run. Yeah. You know, so I, I went on the run, man, had a good time, dude. I, but you got to remember, dude, I had the car, the house and everything before. So I saw mm-hmm. that fucking life, dude, before. Uh-huh. It was all there, dude. It was all there. The opportunity was there, bro. Yep. You know, and uh, I didn't take it at that time. But I mean, at, at that time, dude, you th- I thought I was doing the right shit because I was like, I was making 60 grand a year. Dude. I'm doing I'm fucking doing great, man. In, I, your, I have all shit. in your in your mind, you're successful. Because people that are drug addicts yeah. and alcoholics, they live under fucking bridges. And, yeah. yep. you, know, so you don't see those people. That, dude. That's you where don't. I ended up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll yeah. show you my old bridge. I don't mind. Yeah. Um, yep. Not cool, yep. But I, you know, I, I, what I really, really love about the recovery community is the fact that it doesn't matter what point you're at. If you want that bottom uh-huh. to be your bottom, it can be your yes, bottom. Sir. It'll be there. It'll be yeah. there for you if you want it. Yeah, you just have to. You actually just have to greet it. Yep, yep, exactly, man, exactly. Um, What's crazy, man, is that's you know that's exactly what happened though. Is uh, you know instead of greeting it head on, man, I I decided to go the other way, you know, and I I I went the other way, man, and uh, actually in the exact same Walmart, man, that I'd been tagging up for the longest time, dude. I Mm -hmm. I was doing a drug deal there, and I had. I had a guy, I was actually driving my mom's at the time, dude, my mom's car of all fucking cars um, that I had borrowed without a license, of course, mm. because a, a drug addicts don't have licenses and, no. you know, that didn't happen, dude. So, <laughs> uh, you know, I haven't I still, had a license for most of my adult. Yeah, I, still I, license, I know, just so. got mine back. So I'm 2022, so we'll be there soon, sir. Good for you, man. Good yeah, for you. We'll be there, man. I'm a habitual, so right. habitual for those that don't know, habitual is a five-year tag that you get on your license that you are not allowed to drive, man. Because of my yeah. drug addiction, I have that mm-hmm. on my, my license. Yeah. And it, it is what it is, man. I mean, I thank God, dude, that I got family. And thank God I got support, dude. If I didn't have the village, man, I wouldn't wouldn't be here. But at, and so, that's that's the fellowship for you though I mean, sure, yeah that and that's what we do we help each other this is a yeah you know the only com- one of the I'm only a, communities man yeah you know just here's the thing is you know i tell people all the time i say this all the time i'm an aa or i love aa 
but AA yeah. is not the only way to get sober. You're still, gonna, you're still going to do the work. Yeah. Right. I, but I told you, I mean, I mean you, you yeah. come from, you kind of come from a different program than, than you I sure? do, hey. but we're both doing the same. We're both doing the same exactly. thing. It's exactly. just a, your comfort level was a little different than mine. Yes. That's all it was. And now that we're finally at that stage in life that we can like finally have some insight and take a, you know, insight where you take a look outside yourself, dude. You know what I mean? And be like, okay, this is what I'm fucking doing wrong, dude. And it's hard, yeah. man. It is really hard, dude. But once you can, you know, once you can get to that point, dude, in your in your journey, dude, like it's it's amazing, dude. It is mm -hmm. just liberating, bro. It's fucking amazing, dude. And I didn't have that, bro. Actually, like recently, as of eight months, you know, ago. <laughs> and I mean, you know, like we like we said, you know, and um my I, I did a drug deal at that Walmart, man, which uh which was a I was driving my mom's vehicle. I had um I had heroin on me, I had some crack on me and uh I got popped for it. Okay. And uh Arapahoe County of course been looking for me for a long time, bro. So yep. that, that was just it. And um that's what landed me in the prison. You know, what I mean that's what put me in. So mm -hmm. um I fought it for a while and tried to think I was better than that. And I just tried to be, you know, Mr. Tough Guy because then again I was sober in, in prison, you know what I mean? So sure. like once you're once you get sober out in prison, like you're just you're back to your normal self for a mm -hmm. little bit. Because, you know, you, well, at the start until you end up hitting the yard. Once you hit the yard, yeah, yeah, you know. But going through the process is tough. You know what I mean? So you sober out and you thin out for a bit. Yeah, and uh, you know, I mean, you, you're of course calling your friend. Hey, man, I'm never gonna do this again. Like, just my bond's only one hundred fifty thousand, dude. Like, come and get me out. You know? <laughs> But uh, thank God, dude, that I did get popped. I mean, thank God I did because I landed a bunch of felonies then. And I do say thank God because it w I wouldn't be here then if that didn't happen. I don't know. You would have lived much longer. No, nah, dude. I, I, nah, hell no. Hell. At that you time. Were, yeah. You were living a very, very dangerous lifestyle. And you're a big guy. You look like you can handle yourself. But, man, those are dangerous situations, man. Yeah, I mean, uh, you're talking gun charge. You're talking gun charge. I mean, you're talking, dude. And and, and that at that time, dude, I was up from Parker. bro. I'm yeah. a little white kid from suburbia. Yeah. <laughs> not me, dude. And I'm in mommy's car, bro. Remember, I'm in yeah. mommy's car with a pistol in the glove box. Mm -hmm. So, remind you know, remind you that, dude. It wasn't yeah. like anything fucking exciting. You know, like I wasn't some – I thought I was on top of the world. I was invincible. Yeah. And, and, that you time were, was, and, and you were and you were about to find out what survival mode would yeah, be. Yeah, exactly, man. And real quick, because uh yeah. you know, I'll tell or you, you what, gonna dude, that gonna fucking slap the shit out of you real quick, bro. And yeah. it's gonna put you in check real quick, bro. Once mm -hmm. that roll call hits, bro. Yep. And, and once you pull those papers out, man, it's game over, dude. Mm -hmm. So uh you better and they all know why you're have, there, you don't too. Have to up. Nah, they don't give a shit. I mean, yeah. they, they want to know why you're there when they check papers. Hey, let's check papers, let's get your shit. You're you know, you're uh touching kids and and and, and beating women, then then you're gone. You yeah. know, you better hit that tag. But other than that, bro, then uh let's you're let's very, fuck a joint yeah, you. Yeah, you're in general pop otherwise. Yeah, yeah. So. and, and um, let me tell you, dude, the, the county you? time, bro. Yeah, go what, ahead. How long were you how long were you in jail? What happened? County time, dude, I did about off and on total of four years, uh, okay. prison time, two years. Um, and the county time was worse. Oh, they ended up, uh, they ended up getting me on driving. So that's actually the position I'm in. The, I'm, 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 I have a long time to tell this story, so I'm going to. 
Okay. Um, but you know, the, 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 um, you know, the, the, those charges, that's what they got me on was driving, man. That's all they okay. could get me on in the end was Arapahoe County was like, well, if we can't get him for all the drugs that he's been selling and all the other shit that he's been stealing, we're going to get him on this driving shit. And that's what they did. They just paralyzed my driving man for, I've, I've had my driving, uh, I'm 35 Dion. I've had my driving license, I think for a total of four years, mm-hmm. I bought a brand new car without a driver's license. Yeah. Nobody ever believes me. And I'm like, yeah, dude, it was easy. I just went in there. I had a, I an old bought several bed. cars without my <laughs> yeah. license. <laughs> it's not hard. Dude. It's, it's come not. On, bro. No, not at all. So. We tend to, we tend to get what we want. We're kind of a manipulated <laughs> yeah. uh, personality. Yeah. So at that time I was, I mean, I was a stuck up, you know, piece of shit, dude. Yeah. I mean, well, what they, shit, what bro. they did is they made it a, uh, it, it's not a criminal charge. It's uh, what do they call that? I forget. Uh, civil. It's a civil thing, which means there's no set time. That means that means when they pick you up, they don't set you a jail date. You sit there until you. Yeah, I used to I used to sit there with with these. I sat there for two weeks not knowing that. Yes, exactly. And that's dude, that's damaging to people, bro. I mean, very damaging. You know that, Dion. You know that, bro. I'm serious, man. For people that don't have money. I'm sorry. I, I mean, it's a long story short, mm-hmm. dude. But people that don't have money, you ain't getting out, bro. But and you're gonna sit there. You being know? being locked up as part of my PTSD because my parents put me away sure. when, I was, when I was 14. You know, I was a, right. I was a skinny white boy from Littleton. Okay. And suddenly I'm in Gillian Youth Center. You know, yeah. um, fighting for fighting for my little white life, man. Each time, yep. I didn't, and I had to learn how to survive, and I had to do it quick. Or I wasn't, or I wasn't going to make it. No, but those lessons, man, taught you a lot of shit. I mean, honestly, they did for my time. No, I mean, people always like whatever, man. I'm serious, dude, because I lot of I met a lot of cool, cool ass people. I did too. I mean, a lot of cool ass people. I met a lot of dangerous people too. Yes, sir. I'm not boasting at all about the the the, uh, incarceration at all because. The incarceration in our country right now, dude, is imploding and it's becoming atrocious, dude, mess. Certainly. Absolutely. And, uh, I agree. And, you know, that's, so, my, that's my biggest goal now, dude, is, is that. Yeah. Let's talk about that. So what happened that made you decide that this life wasn't for you anymore? Usually there's something, uh, usually a situation. Dude, a cop. Happens. A <laughs> cop. A cop. That'll do it. Of all people, man. Uh, my dad at the time, dude. So my dad was, uh, my dad had passed at 55, man. And okay. he, uh, he only used for five years and mm-hmm. methamphetamine. The, the coroner had stated it was methamphetamine toxicity. And I was in prison at the time. So I didn't get to get out for his funeral or service. I didn't get to do anything investigating of any kind. Um, we all know that methamphetamine is a hard drug to go with Dion. It is. So, it's kind of like when those things happen, they just sweep it under the rug, bro. And my father was one of those people that just got swept under the rug. And my Sorry. dad made $100,000 a year. My dad did his service, dude, and worked his ass off his whole life. Mm-hmm. And until he met the wrong people in the last five years of his life. I mean, my dad was a, a, an amazing man, great man. And, uh, you know, it's hard. It's super hard, man. It's, you know, I still today, it's five years. You know, but uh, it, it kills me. I can man. I can feel it. I mean, I mean, the man went his whole life being the stand-up person, and yeah. then to meet a drug at the last portion of your life is just yep. 
That's sad. And, I mean, and he, and he funded is. my drug habit, dude, for a long time, man. He funded my drug habit for a long time. My dad did, dude, because he made, he made good money. And at the time, he didn't think that he was worth anything. So he lived in shitty places. We lived at uh, 92nd and, uh, or 72nd and Pecos in this cockroach-infested fucking apartment, dude. And mm-hmm. I remember my uncle coming in one time. And my uncle was actually – I mean, I didn't like him at the time, dude. And I didn't have any respect for him. But, I mean, I do – in a sense now to this day i mean we still don't get along um okay. i call him mike but he is my uncle my mom's brother and but i mean he came up there and he's like what the fuck dude are you doing like are you fucking serious dude honestly as a roach is crawling on my leg dude mm. literally and i was like no I'm, I'm i'm in this to win this dude like and my mom had fucking disowned me at that time essentially because she had her husband and you know, uh, my sister, you know, bless her heart. I mean, she was older than me and she had her life together. So she was on doing her thing. Yeah. She didn't have time to stop. You know, it wasn't, it wasn't, you know, her life to yeah, deal she with. Was so, building, she was building a family. Exactly. You can't expect those people just to jump, you know? And, yeah. um, but my, mine was a cop. It was a uh, deputy Conger, Craig Conger. He's down at the admin program that was ran by Arapahoe County, man. Uh-huh. He's a motherfucker. And that guy saved my life. Um, and he'll always go down as my hero. <laughs> awesome. Isn't, so, it, isn't it funny how our, li- our lives yeah, change? It's like, it's nuts, man. Like, the, cop, I, the, like dude, the cops hand, were the like, enemy, the man. Time, yeah. bro, that's the first time. And I still, to this day, have a hard time with law enforcement. Trust yeah, me. You're, that's do, it's getting but, chills, dude. I know what you mean, Dion, because it's hard, man. It's like, you want to respect <laughs> the position, but the position is not respected any longer. Oh. That's a good that point. Coming out. Yeah, yeah I hear exactly good. what you're saying. It's like, hey, you know, that used to be a respectful position, and it's not anymore. And it just it sucks. Yeah. You know? it, but it, too many, it, too many bullies on the playground. Yes, sir. Yeah, it's too um, many. And I too and many. I, you know, I do like the I do like the thought of uh recovery coaches being with police officers to help with yeah, these, these yes. domestic violence it, 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 dude, it has to be it has to be a a, a team community effort bro yeah that's it, it, and that's the recovery community that's how the law enforcement community has always been it's supposed to be protect and serve yeah your community yeah okay it is no longer that way man i mean it, and it sucks but it just it is what it is and yeah. now we have to figure out how to fight it or how to make it right I've been I've been dealing with police since I was 15, 14, since I was really young. Yeah. And most police officers, I've I've met dicks, but most police sure. officers are really really nice. Dude, and respectful, they, commendable, and they people. want to help you. Um, yes, they do. Yeah, they are, do. They're mostly military men. They're mostly stand up yeah. gentlemen. They're all everyone. Most. I mean, I don't. Everyone. Not. Yeah, certainly. Well, and they and they carry compassion with sure. them. Remember yeah. that, guys. You know, I'm, I had some police officers that I got to uh, go back and do a ninth step on and let them know that I was sober now. And thank you for their for their yes. time. I mean, I saw I, him in the middle of 7-Eleven. My wife's like, hey, Dion, this guy's used to be in yeah. our house all the time. I know, man. And it's tough to uh, it's tough to come to grips with that. That's a tough one. Yeah. It is because you, you can't you can't fight hate with hate, man. No, you can't. It's not going to work. Well, it's like it's fighting. Tried and true. Man. It's like trying to fight our stigma with anger. It, yeah, it's man. not going to work. Yeah. It really no. isn't. This isn't Bugs Bunny where you fight fire with fire. Not at all. So, not one bit. Um, you know, I wish it was, but. So uh, what? What kind of work are you doing now? You're 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 with well, Hard Beauty over there with Raquel. 
That's yeah, gotta, dude, hard beauty is awesome, man. Hard beauty, man, is the lifesaver, dude. Because I honestly, and I and I tell my boss that a lot, man. Because I tell her, dude, that I love her a lot. Because I do, man, truly mean that. Uh, I gotta tell you about the story, man, about hard beauty because it's the most important thing in my life, honestly, dude. And you go you ahead, know, I I want to hear it, and so do yeah, I, so do the viewers. Dude, I moved in with my mother, man. I'm staying with my mother. My 90 year old grandma lives here. She has dementia, and uh, we take care of her, dude. We love her very much, and. <laughs> she's uh stuck in her ways of course and she's gonna be that way the rest of her life and we just yeah. uh chalk it up dude and, and live but uh i live with my mother dude and my mom takes care of me helps me uh, raise my child my kid kiki is uh she's gonna be five on valentine's day dude the love of my life the princess of all princesses um and she was playing dude she's a player dude she wants to play outside she wants to be outside dude she's a goer all the time dude and uh i've had her since she was i think one and um i've you know dude i mean i've been there since she was born of course but um mm -hmm. you know it, it was a tough road at that dude her her mom was a, you know that was a rough road dude it's uh, okay. i got a abusive relationship dude a domestic abuse relationship was not my fault it okay. was no no doing of myself. I never laid my hands on a woman, never will. I highly uh, agree with that. And mm -hmm. I still to this day stand by that. Absolutely. I would never touch a woman, never lay my hands on a woman. Um, never, lay, lay, never lay my hands uh, on a child, uh, you know, abusively, not, you know, nothing crazy. Absolutely. Um, and I control my anger these days, but mm -hmm. um, I learned over time and through those programs and, you know, Conor kind of put it in perspective, man, because I was left at nothing. So I was needing nothing. I was left at a point when you said rock bottom, dude, that like I got to rock bottom mm -hmm. where I didn't have my family any longer. I didn't have my friends. The chick that I was with left me. Everything was gone, dude. You know what I mean? And, yep. and, um, and, you know, so when, when these kind of things come up, these spiritual things come up, man, I didn't have spirituality at all, man. I wasn't a, I was I would put down as a Christian so that all the chicks on the dating sites would like me. Yeah. And that was about it, man. But I wasn't, you know, a Christian, man. I didn't believe in, in JC and I wasn't a big follower. And that's just me, dude. It was yeah. just me. Mm -hmm. And I have my God and, and I'm super big on my spirituality, man, and my practice. And um, so to get to this point though, man, my kid's playing outside and I meet the neighbor and the neighbor comes over and she's like, Hey, blah, we meet, we have a great time. Do we end up going camping together? We end up dude, just have, right I'm, like, she's my best friend dude of all time. And uh, her family, dude, I mean, is my family. I mean, and, and it's, it's crazy. Cause uh, she says, you need to meet my niece. And my niece is Raquel Garcia. And I said, Oh, okay. Well, sure. She said, yeah, she's in the business. She's blah, blah, blah. Didn't really say much. She didn't say anything. She didn't say like drug addict. She didn't say alcoholic, nothing, dude. Wow. She just said like, you should meet her. You guys would get along. So, you know, fast forward. I meet her in Larkspur at her house at the homestead, bro. The hard beauty homestead. Beautiful, like, <laughs> dude, spiritual ass place, bro. I felt it right when I got up there. Yep. I sat on her couch, dude. She's like, so what's up? What's up, dude? Tell me your story. Well, I had hung out with, with her husband, Chris, dude, badass dude, man, stand-up yeah. guy, dude, hung, you know, hang out. He's got, got uh, ducks and roosters out there and shit, so we we're hanging out, and I was just like, what a cool family, dude. Like, this family is exactly my goals, dude. Mm -hmm. You know, I want to be honest with my kids. I want to stand up. I just want to be, you know, these are cool-ass people. Yeah. Sat on the couch, dude. She said, so what's your story? I said, uh, I'm a heroin addict. Uh, you know, my dad died of an OD, and uh, I got into this program. It fucking saved my life, and um, I now have been clean six years and I've, 
um, had my kid. I've had my kid. I've been a single dad and I love my life, man. And I finally got to that point when I met Raquel Mm -hmm. and it had happened. I told you yesterday that it happened at a month before, because I told you, man, I don't like to tell many people this, man. I don't get deep about it, but okay. I was camping with my daughter and, 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 uh, my, my neighbor Patty had, um, taking me up camping, man. Cause I'm a big wuss. And I was like, Oh, I don't want to go by myself. I hadn't been camping in years, man. I, just, <laughs> my anxiety was, I don't blame you. I wouldn't want to either. Sober, my anxiety sober, wouldn't sober. let me. <laughs> no, dude, I hung in the house. I mean, I think three years, man. And, and, don't think that any by any means, bro. That uh, this is all new. This is eight months since her beauty that, that, that I have this attitude and this drive. Okay. Um, but you know, so we Raquel says, "You want a job?" Yeah, sure. She tells me about this thing. I get the money together. We get, you know, I get training, get on C car training, and right away, man, I'm in love. I'm in love, dude. Third mm-hmm. eye, just poof. <laughs> and. I, I'm all about it, dude. And, uh, you know, I dig it all, man. I mean, getting into it, dude. And and I'm looking around me and I'm like, all right, man, something's got to change. You know, something's got to give, dude. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm camping, dude, up there. And I'm camping actually in Larkspur. I was at Rampart. And okay. I'm camping up there, dude. With my daughter, we're camping next to Patty. She's in her tent. And all of a sudden, the, the tent thing flies off. And um, I'm looking up in the sky, man, literally for seven hours in the sky and the stars, man. And I literally just like was mesmerized by it. And I, I told Patty the next day, cause she's a spiritual woman. She believes in, in Christ and she's mm-hmm. a very Christian woman, man. And she is, you know, she's my rock. And, uh, and I listen to everything she says and I respect every bit of it. Same with any other Christian on this planet. Mm-hmm. Um, I love them all, man, the same. So, um, but she was like, well, that's crazy that you had this like, crazy moment whatever else well that's before i met raquel so then when i met raquel i had know that my fruition it came true man and then yeah. everything had like fallen in place man and god, god said yes to be. yep god said dude i mean literally yeah. and i feel to this day and it's <laughs> it's i tell her every i mean i tell her a lot because i want her to know man that it saved my life because mm-hmm. it shot me in a different direction man that like my friends and family that know me are like I mean, dude, Dion, I've lost 150 pounds, man. Yeah. That shit you look is good, not, man. You look like, like you're healthy. Normal. Yeah. I appreciate it, bro. I mean, I'm down from 430 plus. I stopped counting at 430. Woo! Good job, so, dude. Yeah, I was, I, I was hospitalized two months. And, and, you know, that kind of was the shift. I think that really, because I, mean, I stopped smoking cigarettes. I stopped, you know, I mean, I stopped drinking any kind of drinks, booze, any kind of anything, you know, uh, energy drink, any of that shit to, uh, you know, mess up your body, your temple. It was yeah. just pure, you know, health. And, and I was ready to go, man. And, and it took it. I was on oxygen. I still sleep on a, uh, a $16,000 computer, uh, that sleeps next to me, a ventilator. It keeps me breathing at night. It's kept me alive okay. for the last, uh, about, I think I've had this machine for eight months now. And okay. before that I had my, my CPAP, man, I'm 35, mind you. Um, so I have COPD and I'm also diagnosed with congestive heart failure. Okay. Those are two chronic illnesses. Um, mm-hmm. I've dealt with and lived with man and I've surpassed them. Dude, my doctor team is just like, what the fuck? I'm like, give it up to God, dude. I'm telling you, bro. Like, we, we alcoholics are amazing. And he, you're going to like this word resilient people. Cause that was your topic yesterday was resilient, yeah, dude, resilient bro. Because that was my, my mind since goal, man. Like, 
how do you be a resilient man, dude, in today's world, bro? Like with feelings yeah. and emotions, bro. I just cried, cried on your podcast, bro. Like I, I went and did a freaking sp- speaking at uh, Mountain Springs Recovery, dude, down in Larkspur, and I cried my ass off, dude. And yeah. I like a pussy. And I, you know, I mean, I, after that, dude, I had to get right with myself and tell myself, dude, this is this is God's work. Yeah. Well, it's God's you know, work, man. You know, and when the thing is, is when we're crying now, though, it's a, it's different. We're not know, doing dude. we're not doing it out of guilt or shame. Yeah. No, We're doing, dude, it's almost a relief. I think. It is, man. It is. Honestly, it's, and you can even have happy tears, man. I'm yeah. not going to sit there and lie to you guys and tell you something different, Dion, but I had this morning, bro, I have a client, man, that I'm helping move today, bro. After your podcast, I'm helping okay. move her into an apartment, bro. She's been homeless for the last six years, bro. As a heroin addict, dude. Awesome. She's moving into her own apartment, dude. She has her own shit, man. And all I said to her was freaking truck. And yeah. I will get get your truck and I will move you. Yeah. Well, and that's because, you know, and I like the fact that, that your, your uh, mentor is, is Raquel because yes. uh, I, cause I've known Raquel for a little while now and I, I love Raquel. Um, she's, she's, yeah, she's amazing. Well, I, um, I'm the, I'm the male counterpart of Raquel cause I'm, yeah. Yeah. You don't, dude, I don't, you, you I don't fuck around either. <laughs> no, you do not, dude. You don't. But, and I'm so glad you know I mean connected, man, because you 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 keep it riding, dude. You dude. do. And I, and I and I love your stride, man. We, we, you, you understand that it's housing first. We we put a roof over it. So you guys, I understand that anybody can get sober in any situation, but put a roof over their fucking head first, please. I mean, dude, it's tough, man. And that's for God's sake. You know, Hornbuckle community, dude, the Hornbuckle, you know, foundation, dude. Yeah, they're, they're fantastic yeah. for that. Dude, dude, I mean, people are now coming together and now making it a point to, I'm sorry, like I said yesterday, come out. I mean, yeah. as addicts, dude. And like, it, I lost a lot of people, people over this hard beauty stuff, man. I did. Yeah. And it's sad, dude, but it's the realistic part of it. Like, hey, man, those people have to go to align myself to do this work, dude. I have you to. Do. It will, you know, we you have know to, that. we have, we're in number one, we're in this for the long haul. Yeah. I, I said it's that two question. years ago. I'm still here. I'm still, yeah. I haven't gone anywhere. Um, and we stay consistent and we're there. We're, we're available yeah. all the time. Um, and when you have those things and you can create, uh, areas of comfort for people. Um, but more than anything, what I like, you know, what you were talking about with Heart Beauty and Horn Buckles, what I really like uh, about our community is that all of us are the example and we're all doing everything that we can to be the example. Yes, yeah, some of us make some mistakes every now and again, but we're human, yeah. man. Yeah. That doesn't yep. mean go away or anything. No, that just means we're going to yeah. double down. It just means that it's it's testing you, man, to do better, and that's where you know mm-hmm. my life's changed, man. I mean, I do. I have a big time yoga practice. I I practice yoga a lot. We have a, a yoga instructor through Heart Beauty, man, that mm-hmm. our clients get for free. Um, it's amazing. Our yoga is restru- uh, restorative yoga, and it's oh my god, man, it's life changing. And ever since then, man, like I said, I'm 35, and ever since then, I'm the most nimble, flexible. I've never been this flexible in my entire life man ever yeah. and you're talking to a dude that was over 430 pounds so no. um well you know, I feel, so I've, so things can't happen i mean yeah. miracles do happen man and, and, they I, happen and, and I, by I the way that you're talking it seems like you've come to a lot of realizations over the last you know couple months and that yeah. you probably um from what i'm seeing i mean i don't know you very well but i'm pretty good with this stuff 
but um, you've grown a lot over the last couple months. I can tell just by the way that you're writing and on yes, Facebook sir. and stuff. Um, I wanted to plug a little bit more on Hard Beauty, too, because yes. you guys don't just provide men's groups. You guys also have youth groups. You have Dude. all sorts of stuff for people. Youth, men. And I kind of want to plug that. It, I, and I appreciate that, Dion. I really do, man, because like I said, I had asked if I could talk about Heart Beauty, man, because Heart Beauty is my life, dude. And I, I really keep it, you know, tried and true to my heart, dude, because um, I love Raquel and I love what she's doing, you know, down there. And um, Heart Beauty, man, the, the youth uh, coaches that we have down there, we have Sabrina, um, we've got Taylor, we've got some amazing youth coaches that are uh, like just like up, dude yeah i mean like just amazing me more than i've even like then dude i can't then where i'm at at 35 yeah. i'm mean, like i'm like that's ins that's crazy you're, yeah. i don't i just want to see where your life's gonna go <laughs> and honestly i mean to speak on the youth man i get to start uh this program through a uh, a doctor her name is dr mazola and she runs the youth institute um nice coaching program dude and i'm gonna go do that which uh hard beauty sent me through is gonna send me through man and um dude it's like huge for me hard beauty, man. Dude, my, my thing was based on prison reform and my thing was based yeah. and raquel knew that dude and she took that and she and she, she tailored me, it like you know yes dude and and i and i can't thank her enough but it's like man that's I don't even the youth dude is the point, man. We were seeing yesterday in our meeting, Dion. I was like, the youth bro is where I want. Man. I want to get them young, dude. I mean, like I said, I'm wearing a dare t-shirt, dude, right yeah. now on the freaking podcast, bro, because I think that that shit should be important these days, man. Prevention. The addiction portion and stuff like, yes, dude, it needs to be important in these life in these kids' lives, man. And it's not anymore. I mean, I'm not talking about taking religion out of schools and stuff. I don't want to get on that, those arguments. I'm just saying, like, the kids right. need some kind of like outlet mentor man outlet. or a place to go yes. like, what if we could what if we could go into their sex education classes twice yes. not once but is, twice yes. build a summary poor and just talk yes dude. you know exactly, if you need to exactly if you need to separate do, the girls from the boys and do it yep. then you give people a chance to be able to talk to you without anybody else knowing Yes, um, dude, and it's super important. And man. I really think Hard Beauty is going towards lives, that, man. and it's very important. I'm yep. I'm 50, so the kids don't listen to me anymore. Um, they're just like, whatever, boomer. I'm like, I'm not a right. boomer. I'm Gen X. Right. I invented right. the internet, fuckhead. Right. Um, <laughs> I'm just I'm just finding out that you know I'm just finding out that like the youth is you know, and I just that's my they're smart my newest too. thing, man. And they're super, smart, super smart, man. Yeah. Honestly. The youth that she has down there right now, that Raquel has down there, dude. I mean, those kids are more resilient than, than most of us away. Yeah, I absolutely. guarantee. You. I mean, she's and, raised some pretty like crazy, crazy humans. Amazing, amazing humans. That, down there, that's why I believe in quality and not quantity. Um, yeah. You know, just because you have 20 years of sobriety doesn't mean you're happy. No, man. And the youth, no, but... you know, the youth thing is is big because now you have people that are that have been in the in that, you know, that lifestyle that just want to help kids. And now that I've been a father, man, I want to just like mm -hmm. do better for our youth, man, because it's so important to me. And, you know, Raquel's given me that opportunity, man. And 
um you know the women groups the women's groups that she has down there are killer too man like she has a lot of the gladiator women groups and mm-hmm. she's just a writer man she's a writer for the women she is man and like you i mean she's in large bird who's a tattoo i mean you know mixed chick like she's just she's, she's just a blessing um yeah. and you know our our website is hardbeauty.life Life, um yes if Yes, if people want to check that out, it is not.com, it is hardbb.life. What what I I'm gonna tell you something, and this is where this is Raquel's talent. Raquel is very good at finding your passion and then placing you in that position. And that's yeah. that's what I do over here For too. Sure. Because yes. you're and now you're finding out it doesn't matter what your talent is, it belongs in recovery. It doesn't matter yeah. if it's woodworking. No, we need you. In, in, it's in working our, in our against, community. It's working with, not against. That's right. It's not a competition, dude. I'm I'm learning that it's not a competition. We dude. are in this together, no matter what. I don't yes. care. I don't. I don't care if there's people out there that don't like me. I will support. Doesn't matter, man. Doesn't yeah. matter, dude. There's people dying every and, day. Well, and I doubt very much that they care either. We just all need to, <laughs> you know, we all need to stick to. What is exactly yeah. right. Oh, dude, I've heard some things and I go back. I'm like, I know this wasn't said. Oh, my I God. I live in Parker. I, <laughs> I live in Parker, Colorado, bro. But hey, it's, it's the way. It, yeah, it's the way it is. It, it, it is, it is man. And you got to live up people. to it. Or, yeah. yeah. You got to oh. live with it or uh, against it, man. And I don't want to live against it, bro. And nope. And I'm so glad the universe is conspiring again in, in my favor, man. Never, Absolutely. never. It didn't seem like it was before, but now that everything came to where it is it all made sense man yeah you know? a couple months ago i think everybody kind of figured it out i think everybody's like, i mean it's ah, a shift man. It's okay a shift, and i thought it was just me no and, and like i kind of for a while tiptoed around that idea and then now that you know now that you know i've dived in it's like okay i'm not the only one yeah there's plenty of us and there's many more to come and yeah and it's happening man the shift is going on dude it mm-hmm. is happening now and we're all being that example and that's very important yeah. yes i mean and you know it's uh it's crazy man that you have you know 12 and 13 year old kids man shoot, shooting heroin right now i mean i was playing basketball and you know chasing chicks at that time bro and man. i was I drinking beer but i certainly wasn't yeah i mean you had your yes dude you had your little you know things that you were doing that were shady but heroin yeah that's that's a you know in our book that's a pretty big leap it was a taboo i mean i told my mom dude the other day it's a taboo for me man prison and and heroin dude were taboo for me yeah because uh i they just weren't in my household man it just wasn't part of my life dude you know and now that uh now that you know a lot of work that you know a lot of people around me just accept me for who i am now dude they know i'm weird they know that i'm Uh you know and they just accept it dude and let me go and if they don't then i don't put that person in my path that's right eliminate them man immediately like I'm not afraid to do that anymore. And, 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 and that's the hardest part, dude, about recovery is like, you go through some shambles, man, you fucking heroin addict, you piece of shit, do yeah. this yeah. and that. Well, dude, just take that and, and use it, man. I take that. I'm like, you know, nothing about my situation. You don't know that I take care of my child, bro, that I haven't received any fucking support. You know what I mean? Any child support. I've never received any, you know what I mean? Which I shouldn't, Yeah. but that's yeah. another story for men. You know what I mean? That's just a stigma. Um, mm-hmm. you know, but, uh, I chose to, to work a job that I could take care of my kid, dude. And thank God that I had the people around me. I did bro, because yeah. I wouldn't be here man. and absolutely and thriving, you know, and I appreciate, you know, the work that you're doing Dion, because getting this stuff out here, man, is super important and you do it 
consistently day in and day out, man. You put it in, you put it out there to people, dude, that, that need to see it. And unfortunately, man, we don't get to see the bad sides of addiction a lot because people just don't want to talk about it, man. And we were yeah. talking about honest, dude. And this is the rawness part about it, man. We go downtown Denver, dude, right now. Yeah. I mean, like, go down there, dude, and see, like, what is going on, bro. And it's not, like, Yeah, go to not Civic Setting Park. Yeah. Dude, yes. I have a lot of people down there, man. I got a lot of people down there that I love very dearly. Mm -hmm. love dearly dude a lot man i love my homeless people dude a lot because i was there once you know and i was yep. homeless once man and and um you know and i'm still not on top okay. i mean i'm just getting started yeah just it, getting started yeah you know? well it's all about it's all about progress now yeah uh, this is not an easy field i've been doing this since 1989 man i was a cack when i was 19 and uh yep. you know it's it really is about consistency and just being available. I mean, I love this life. I do. See, and everybody's like, yeah, you're doing it so important. But on my side, the way I see it is God has given me a gift, man. Yes, dude. Yes, I, I'm allowed to do this. Yes. I'm yep. the I'm grateful that God has gotten me to a point in my life where I can speak for other people that can't speak right now. Exactly, man. I know it's tough. Yeah, because you can't, we get to yeah, see those calls, man. We get to see those stuff, dude. So, like, people don't in society, they don't get to see those things that often, man. So, yeah, we deal with it on a daily basis, and it's always changing, man. I mean, a 15 year old OD in or a 19 year old, you know, going to the ER for an OD, it's just like, dude, I'm tired of it, man. I'm done, dude. It, it can be, it, it can be heartbreaking. It is, yeah. man. I'm tired of losing people, dude. We just lost, you know, one. We just lost one recently, man. That you know, out of the heartbeating family, dude. And it's just like, mm -hmm. it just sucks, man. You know, it just. But that's the real part about it, dude. You know. Well, unfortunately, the end result of our of what we do is death. It's either so death, well, it's sober or sober or using. That's yeah. the end. That's the end result. What you're gonna do with that time in between? What you're gonna do? with yourself today is what emotional matters. sobriety that's Dion, right. thank you for that because you bro you you <laughs> open my eyes to a whole other thing now that i'm a freaking have to dive into for the next goddamn week and yeah <laughs> i will it's a lot of fun it is true yeah and i'm not going to say that i came up with that my uh home group does those on thursdays and i dove Thanks. right into that um cool. so that was somebody else's idea but thank god you know right Oh, nothing wrong with stealing other people's ideas if but we're no, going to I mean, be able to make the world a better place. Hell yeah. Yes, sir. That's it, man. And anybody so. stopping me just is, is gone because it needs to go. Well, Ryan, thank you again for coming on, Thanks, taking your time. Uh, I had a lot of fun talking to you today. Um, and, I'm you know, that's time. what I love about recovery. I mean, and, you know, is that there are so many different paths. Um, yeah. And, you know, you guys, if you're trying to figure out what path might be right for you, reach out to Ryan, reach out to Hard Beauty, reach out to myself. We'll, we will hook you up with someone or we ourselves will help you find your path. Yes, please. We're very, very please, good please. at it. We will yes. find your passion and yes. we're going to put some hope in your life. Yeah. You know, thanks so much, Dion. I appreciate you doing this, man. You're welcome, Ryan. Thank you, man. And thank you all my listeners. Uh, this has been Raw Recovery, a Trudging Together podcast uh, with your host, Dion Miller, Tuesday's edition. Friday, uh, keep an eye out for Angelina.
She is from Chain Breakers and was on intervention. So that's going to be a really interesting story. Thank you, everybody, for being here. I love you all. You know I do. Peace out and have a day.